Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, 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 and welcome to The New Normal. I'm Deborah Francis-White, and this is a Guilty Feminist Instagram Live daily show about life and feminism in lockdown. And today, my guest is the incredible Robbie Hoffman. So I'll just wait for a few people to come on and get a quorum before I invite Robbie on. She's a brilliant comedian that some of you may remember from The Seattle Show. Um, she is, hello, Robbie's there. Um, so uh, she's going to come on in a minute. Uh, but first, I'm just going to tell you about the Stay at Home New Normal T-shirts. Uh, there's a slogan on each one uh, that's from our guest of the day. And 100% of the profits goes to that guest. Many of our guests are gigging comics. And the only uh, income that they had was live gigs. And uh, those have been cancelled, as you may have noticed. So uh, 100% of the profit uh, goes there because the merch store is kindly uh is kindly going in that very kind direction and uh uh they're they're print on demand so there's no waste all right i think we've got a quorum now let's invite on the fabulous robbie hoffman hello robbie hoffman in five four three two one we're waiting for robbie but i feel quite convinced there she is hi Hello, Robbie Hoffman. You? Can you see me? I can see Hi. you. I'm very As well. It's so sunny here. The glorious sight. It's like you're in Palm Springs. It's. I'm in Camden Town, but but the weather is like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Look, it's go It's glorious. Oh how how are we expected to go to school on a day like today? No, school's out for the summer at this point. I'm sick. I, mean, I just. Spilled. I know, but I had to. <laughs> I had responsibilities. I had tea for you. I decided to pour some tea, and I just spilled, just before I got on, the biggest cup of tea. So, see, tea and Americans, I want it to work, but it's just not working. Fair. Fair. It's, it's, you're, really, you're really more of the coffee people. Yeah. You know, I tried to do tea. I got a big thing here. Nice mug. And, and you know, nice. No tea left because it all spilled. So forget the tea. Well, it's, it's only 10 a.m. there, yeah? Yeah. So you're still in that yeah. part of the morning. We're, we're heading into cocktail hour here. If I had my yeah, way, I'd I have a cocktail right now. I'm going to have a cocktail in like a six sap. I mean, not a Yeah. I mean, we're, we're really it just, yeah. If you, oh, it's, uh, we're getting a little bit of round and round. So I'm going to go inside because I also need a little bit of a charge. So I might take my hat off. Um, sadly, sadly, disappointing you know, for absolutely inside, everybody. Because I don't know how good the service is here. Yeah, I think we're getting a little bit of um. But now, now. So what's the see the LA hair. sun? Oh, look glorious. how sunny it is here in LA. My wall is the color of the LA sun. My bedroom wall is the color of the LA That's sun. That's my car. I'm going to sit up more so you can see the color of my wall because I'm actually on my bed right now, which is my, my sort of pleasant interviewing place because I can really relax. Oh. Whereabouts in Los Angeles are you, Robbie? I'm on the east side. I'm in Echo Park. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, uh, 
it's to be honest what what am i saying it's all nice la it's all kind of it's that glorious weather all over los angeles i don't know what i mean by oh that's a nice area what was i going to say was not a nice area where was i going to say what why would you live there i wasn't going to say that for anything it's like when someone right. tells you their children's ages and you say they're nice ages what were you going to say were horrible ages you weren't going to say that about anything so firstly firstly can I ask, how the hell are you? That's my first, my opening question. Honestly, I feel bad saying, but I'm doing great. You know, lesbians invented the core. That's how I feel. Invented the what? The core, the quarantine. We've been U-Hauling oh, and hunkering down since the U-Haul was invented. So we are very comfortable in a core. So, so you believe that lesbians are natural quarantiners? Yes, we, we you know, we've been saying this for years, stay inside. There's nothing right. for you outside. This is how we have felt. And as a Jew, you know, if you can't get yourself a lesbian or if you're questioning, now's the time to make the leap safely. But as a Jew, we're very comfortable in a core. I don't know if you remember the story of Anne Frank, but uh, the seven of them wow. in a little attic wow. for six years. So it's not nothing, you know. Um, we might not be the greatest you know, manual laborists that ever were, but we are comfortable hunkering down. As always, Robbie Hoffman, I will say to you, you can say that, you can say that, right. but should you? But should exactly. you? I mean, exactly. that is my catchphrase when I'm with Robbie Hoffman. I've only done I love the show with Robbie, but it was my catchphrase for the whole show. You can say mm -hmm. that, but should you? Um, I got so a couple tell emails. Me, tell me, do yeah. you have, has, ha, firstly, do you have any new I'm a feminist bots from this period? Oh, I didn't even think of it. I mean, I'm a feminist, but I, I, I hate white women who don't wear masks. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I hear that because they used to say it doesn't make any difference, really. It's just for the look. They're now saying 75% maybe better but I don't know what the truth is. So do you wear a mask every time you go out? Yes, I'm, I'm also Jewish. I'm not taking chances. It's like, mm -hmm. I still say a prayer at night just in case I'm wrong and I get there. So you told us when you were on the podcast that you were raised Orthodox Jewish and yeah. you uh, became quite superstitious because of that. Like you had to, yes. you know, everything was good luck and left, right, left foot, right foot, all of that sort of stuff. Yes. So... So the mask is a natural place for you, you think, because it's a, it's a security measure. It's just something. It's just better than nothing. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like voting for anybody but Trump. People are like, well, I won't vote at all. It's, like, it's better than nothing. Some things are better. Some things are on a scale. You're not going to get everything you want all the time. Now, I don't think a mask, you know, if I'm out in the open and I'm walking, okay. But if I am going anywhere, even a parking lot to park at the grocery store, I'm in the mask. Yeah, well, it's great. It's, it's, I'm in the mask. That may be your T-shirt slogan. I suspect I, I yeah. suspect already lesbians invented the quarantine. and Because uh, we have every, every day, basically, something that the guest says becomes a T-shirt slogan. And then they're printed right. on demand. And 100% of the profits go to you as the slogan inventor. And your name will be on the T-shirt. So it'll say the new normal. And then it'll say X Robbie Hoffman. It'll say your right. slogan that you improvised, ad-libbed. And then it will say, uh, stay at home. And anyone can buy yeah. that. So already, lesbians invented the quarantine, I think would be a very strong, a strong contender. Uh, but Right. Uh, I have not you know, I always, you know, as, as somebody, you know, I'm reporting live from kind of Anne Frank's remodeled Echo Park studio. I mean, Attic. that could also be a strong contender for a slogan. I don't know how many of those we would sell. I know you would right. buy one, but the, it's meant to make profit for you. So I don't know how we're going to feel about that. Broad, you know, broadly, here we've been I, calling I it at this house, you know, live yeah. from the Corona cost. I mean, it's not wow. dissimilar. Oh it's my not God. dissimilar. Oh, my God. So uh, can you tell me, is there anything you've done that has uh, been good emotionally or mentally to keep an equilibrium during lockdown? Because it's not a comedian's natural home lockdown. Comedians, well, we like an what? audience, you like to leave the house. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm also a writer. I'm also, is it Deborah or Deborah? I've spoken to you now a thousand times and I want to say D. I want to feel like we're past 
Deborah. Yeah, but Deb, I want to go Deborah, Deb but too. Jewish I want to do Jewish Deb people, too. Yeah, that's fine. Deb's fine. But Jewish people sometimes call me Devorah. Yeah, because my that's that's name. Hebrew. It's a Hebrew name. Yeah, yeah, Devorah. It means be. So anyway, Devorah. Um, for me, what have I been doing? You know, I don't miss that. Like, it was great that I do stand up, and when it's available to me, I do it. You know, I'm also, you know, I'm a TV writer, which seems to be going really well now, randomly, and I feel bad talking about this. But listen, I can't wait to do stand up again when it's yeah. available and safe. For me, my safety is like, without that, I, I can't. You know what I mean? So, I, I don't know. I don't know if I ever would have taken a break from stand up. I'm not somebody who's like ever taken a year off or months off or things like that. So it's kind of been enforced. It took a global pandemic for me to take a second. Um, and, you know, I'm doing the lesbian thing now. We're cooking every day. I never cooked in my life. You know, I'm cooking, yeah, we're cleaning, you know, we're doing things like, you know, so it's going to make a housewife out of me. And I'm not that unhappy about it right now. Um, I think it's a much needed break that was put upon somebody who's always go 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 so mm -hmm. i don't know i think it'll be back though that said i'm not like one of these alarmist or these you know very pessimistic oh, like, stand-up clubs will be full like it's gonna come back with a vengeance do you you think that do you think there do you have any renewed hope for humanity though where you think hey maybe we will learn something about the environment or do you feel like america's gonna push forward do you think the rest of the world might learn anything I do. I just think in our lifetime, we just don't have the time for people to catch up. We almost need like some type of dictatorship government that's like positive. That's like, okay, this is, you know, this is the new law for, you know, going green, you know, and all the things that we need. Who would you put yes. in charge of your benign dictatorship? Like a Ruth Bader Ginsburg or somebody. Nice. Do you know what nice. I mean? Who knows her shit? She doesn't have a lot of time to fuck around. An amazing so she's Jewish just gonna woman, get it actually. done. Yes. Yeah. And she just get it done, and that's it. Her, 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 or you know, a judge, Judy, somebody effective, somebody, somebody who just will get it done. This is the law. There's no arguing. There's no appeal. There's no complaint. Email. It is what it is. So you're arguing for a Beta Ginsburgocracy. Yes. I'm, I am loving that. And, but listen, I, I want to live in a Beta Ginsburgocracy could be a great t-shirt for you as well. I'm uh, loving all these t-shirts. Someone's saying AOC. What, what do you think of AOC? I love AOC. She'd be great too. You know, I, I think, yes, I'd love AOC if we just got her in there and she made it the law. It's enough is enough. We can't be even having conversations with, it's just, it's so polarized. Like, it's just too slow. I don't have the time. Yeah, I hear you. Well, the planet doesn't have the time for all of this. Yeah, what about. I like about an um, older, I love AOC, there, but what I like about somebody older, like a Judge Judy or a Ruth Bader, is they don't have the time either. So we feel the sense of urgency yeah. at every level with somebody at that age. That's all. Is it a bit like in The Good Place? You know, there's, um, oh, who is it? Who, who plays her in The Good Place? Um, she plays the kind of like the older woman who makes the decisions. I mean, she's nowhere near as old as Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's not old, old, but she's sort of like a sensible uh, middle-aged woman. She used to be in SNL. What's her name? Um, she's in that whole Kristen Schaal gang. She's in the good place about the afterlife and she makes these decisions. I'll, I'll, her name will I come I honestly have not watched it, but if in the comments you know who this is, please help us out. This is now your chance. She is a woman of color, actually. Shine. People are saying any woman of color who trusts the specialists. I agree with that. Um, yes. Maya Rudolph, thank you very much. Maya Rudolph, you're a correct. Maya Rudolph, okay, correct. great. Amazing. So Maya Rudolph, uh, Ocracy. I think a Ruth Bader Ginsburg Ocracy, though, would be pretty damn fine. I would love that. Yeah. I would really love that. Um, so is there anything you have, you, that you personally uh, have, uh, uh, well, you've talked about your emotional um, equilibrium, but is there, is there a moment that you've had that's a low moment? We always ask this every day because people seem to be live streaming their, their you know, fun. Oh, we're all in hats making margaritas, but the sad moments we're not live streaming. And so everyone feels alone when they have them. Is that, have you had a lonely moment where you've gone, wow, um, I had a bit of a revelation there or I felt this way and then I was able to get myself out yeah. of it. Have you had any sad moments? 
Yeah, I, I will say that recently I realized like something about myself is I'm not good at making plans. Like I don't make the plans with my friends um, a lot, you know, um, either the, you know, I, my plans are normally set for me a lot through what I do miss about standup is grabbing a meal with another standup, like having a great meal before a show or after a show, because that's really how most of my plans were set up. So it's right. like, I don't really have like, I don't, I speak to some people every day, my sisters and a couple close friends. But beyond that, I'm like looking at people. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this person in months. Normally, I would see that person for dinner maybe once a month. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I just feel like I'm missing that. So, you know, that I don't see like the people that I was seeing, you know, once, you know, by the time I had dinner five, five times a week with somebody, I've had caught up with five friends that I haven't seen in a month. So right. that kind of rotation is off and I'm not very good at like maintaining through text or, you know, it doesn't do the same thing for me. So I don't even attempt to do it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. I don't love FaceTime. I don't love doing all those things. So I'm kind of feeling like, Oh, I'm not, I'm such a social person and now I'm not social. So it's a whole identity thing. That's like not happening for me. Are you in, are you isolated with anybody? I am. It's discreet. Like I said, the lesbians invented the core, okay? What <laughs> happened to me, and I don't recommend this for beginners. If you no. were a beginner lesbian, this is not for the faint of heart. I met somebody yeah, a week before. We went on four dates in a week, which is slow pace for lesbians. We, we, took a, uh, we went on a day on a date, then a day off, a date to day off. We didn't know about the core yet, so this was just the normal pace of dating. And then the core happened the 13th of March here. And we just looked at each other as all as and you, 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 me, let's do this. And we wow. made the leap and it's been phenomenal. Oh. You know what? It's been phenomenal. And it's like, it's like we're too soon for labels, but we're past them as well. Like we live a full married life where the stakes are life and death. Wow. But we also, you know, giving titles to each other, those things we're still stunting in because it's really only been a couple months. In core yeah. time, you know, Corona cost time, it's 10 years, you know, but oh. in real time, it's two months. So it's interesting. Um, but that said, it's like, we're doing it, you know, we're, we're doing it. I hope you are writing, this is a rom-com, the quarantine rom-com. Yeah, it's, uh, it's more of a dramedy. Because, well, I, I, heard, I heard here a story about, uh, it was lesbians, they were on their second date, and uh, when the lockdown was announced here, and one of them had symptoms, so they couldn't break up. So they are in lockdown together, even though they were just on their second date. I don't know how it's going. But I'm sure it's going well. Listen, again, if you are a beginner lesbian, do not attempt this. I have been a lesbian over 10 years now. I get right. it. Okay. So, uh, but it's been going, you know, we're cooking, we're getting into roles. Like, you know, like she, I don't mind cooking. I love to clean. I'm a very, I'm very neat. I don't know if you can see some of my, I keep a yeah. very limited wardrobe behind me. This is all the clothing I own. So all those t-shirts, when I get a sweater, I give one away. I live a very neat and precise life. I'm happy to clean. So we've gone into this rhythm where she normally takes over the cooking, not because she's the girl in the relationship, though she is. Okay. <laughs> so, You're and both I the clean. girl in the relationship. That's the point of yes, being a Yes, but I clean. Okay. All right. Well, I like that. I like that. What are you doing, Deborah? So you're not, you're, yeah. I'm with Tom, but Steve, who lives with us, who's family to us, who's from Syria, he went to yeah. the, uh, he went to the country with friends because, uh, you know, they have a house and like there's plenty of place outside they can run around and, you know, all of that. Mm. Uh, so we miss him a lot. We have three cats. Uh, yes. I'm thinking about getting a cat in core. I feel like uh, any lesbian couple worth their salt in quarantine would have a cat. Feels like you're not the complete lesbian quarantine couple unless you have a cat. I think you should get a cat today. I've had a cat, but I live in such an open, my house is so open that besides there's nothing really closed off except for the bathroom. And I would have to put the litter in the bathroom. 
I don't know about that. What do you think mm. about? Or I can empty one of my cabinets somewhere and put like build in a, a you know a lower cabinet. Well, we have build in a we litter. have a little robot. It's like a genie robot. So it look, looks like a time machine. But the cat gets in, and then uh, when it gets out, it depends. They're meant to rotate if they're in accord. Ours is on a slightly uneven surface, I think, so it doesn't because we live in a converted house, old house. Um, but you just press the button and it goes around. And what it does is it disposes of uh, anything that's uh, like there's clumping litter. So if they've peed in the litter, it makes a little clump. And it disposes of all of the unclean stuff and the crap and everything. And then it spins itself around, sifts that out, and then comes back around with the clean litter in. So we have that in a cupboard. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a robot genie. Um, so yeah, I, I got to look into that. it. Look into but it's robot. big, isn't it big? Mm. Yeah, you See, need a I cupboard. I would build out a small cabinet. I got to figure it out. I'm loving the idea of you doing carpentry in quarantine. It's very sexy. This is this is something. Yeah, it really works for my vibes. Like a modern day Jesus, modern yeah. day Jewish. I mean, he was Jewish. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's it. Yeah. Actually, reminds me, Deborah. If I can, if you have a minute, this was a crazy thing, but. I once didn't get my period. Did I tell you about this when I didn't get no. my period for six months? No. Okay, well, I'll tell you something. I was at school, I was in university, and I didn't get, or as you say, uni. I didn't get my period six months. So I go to the oh. university doctor. Okay, I had an appointment there. And he, he first of all, I, my friend Melissa drove me to the appointment, and I said, Malay, what if he tells me I'm pregnant? Like, she knows I'm a lesbian. I was at the time a gold star lesbian, never been with any guys, you know, mm -hmm, never. And mm -hmm. I said, what would you think? Would you think I was immaculately conceived or, or what would you, she, she said very sadly that she would think that we went to a party, we were partying a lot and some guy or someone put something in something and something even worse happened to me. And I oh. said, what if the doctor says your hymen is intact, everything, you're pregnant and we don't know how you're pregnant. Like, could I be? Am I like, I can't have Jesus now. Like, uh, like, like, what if I'm pregnant with Jesus? And obviously the second coming is going to go to some Jewish girl. Cause he's got to be Jewish. It, I'm, so they're going to, they're going to, if he repeats, if he repeats, yes, you could have been Mary. You were this yeah. close to an immaculate conception. And I didn't, I was like, well, I'm in school. Like this is no time to bring in Jesus. I would have to abort, which we would have to you keep. You cannot. Like, I bought the Messiah just to be very clear. I would, I would have to. I was 19 years I mean, old. Like, what am I going to do? Process. Oh, this what would I do? So, like, here's this a... feels like such an intensely blasphemous conversation. As an atheist, even I feel like, what? But I suppose it would speed up the want process. To. But I would have to say, listen, people don't think about what it's like to raise Jesus. They think it's all fun and games when he's 33 and he's making miracles on water. They're not thinking, what about the 10-year-old Jesus who wants to play hockey? I don't want to lug around a bag. I don't want to do hockey. All good points. All good points. In case the Messiah wants to do hockey, you do not want to deal with that. And it, it, the motherhood is inflicted upon you non-consensually. Mary didn't Infl want Exactly. It. Yeah. This People some young Jew is now Messiah, walking around. It's, yeah, it's true. And it's a it's Jewish true. girl too. Like, it's not even for us. It's like some say, you know, it's like a sacrificial lamb. And, uh, you know, and I would have to say sorry, folks. And then the whole world would find out about it. And I maybe wouldn't even be able to get my abortion because people they, would go crazy about it. I, I don't know that you could have bought the Messiah, but maybe maybe you can. And then he immediately gets, you know, uh, re, re uh, what do you call it? When someone is, is yeah. uh, conceived, reconceived in someone else's uh, stomach. Uh, you know, so I'm going to be like, sorry, folks, we have to wait another 3,000 years. I mean, I would not, I... I don't know if that's how it works. I think Mary was chosen carefully um, in the story. Uh, somebody's asking what you think of the program Unorthodox. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it yet, but I know a bunch about it. Um, I hear it's really good. I'm taking something like that is pretty heavy for me to watch. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking my time getting into something like that. In the, core, you know, in the Corona cost, I don't know if it's the right vibes for me right now to be getting into something like that. I'm keeping it mm -hmm. pretty light. I'm watching the Michael Jordan doc. You know, uh, we're watching Alone, actually, which is that History Channel psychotic show where people have to survive the wilderness alone. Um, so I'm keeping it very nature-friendly, planet Earth type stuff. And 
some very light sports documentaries as a lesbian. So I'm not really getting into that heavy stuff. I think once life is back again, um, I could watch something like an insular world like that. But it makes me feel a little claustrophobic to get I, into something like that now. I think from our previous conversations, you would uh, relate to it and you would like it. I found it some hard watching and some, like I, it was very compelling and very good, but I found it some hard watching at times because, you know, I have a similar, if different uh, background and other friends of right. mine who've got a similar, if different background were like, yeah, there were times when I was like, uh, so maybe it's not a Corona, it's not a lockdown right. watch for you, but at right. some point I think you would enjoy it. Somebody yes. asks, Ron Baker asks, is the whole Christian doctrine based on some poor girl back in the day getting roofied? Learning is fun. I mean, this is, this is what I'm saying, guys, and it's going to be, if you believe in the second coming, then you must also believe and carry the logic through that some poor Jewish girl walking around, living her life, trying to make something of herself is suddenly going to get pregnant with your baby. She doesn't want, it's not even like she wants It's not baby. consensual. That's the problem with it. You should not knock someone up without their consent or certainly not deliberately. No. That's a deliberate. No, and I hope God is listening, you know, you know, let's, there's, I'm sure many people who want to surrogate this child. It wasn't for me. At that time. No. no. Um, it's basically enforced IVF. If you woke up and someone had IVF'd you, you'd be like, dude, like, no, please stop. It's also like, you know, as a, as a, as a queer dyke, it's, it's dysphoric for me to suddenly get pregnant. I wouldn't even like, it would just make me further from my body. I just like, there's mm -hmm. so many things I can't even get into. But please leave me out of it. I mean, I, I support, you know, Jesus, by the way, sounds like I support the Messiah, guy. but I do not want to carry the Messiah. I think it's reasonable. I can't. Now, yeah. now speaking of unorthodox, is there, are there any watches that you've gotten into during uh, like binge watches or films that you've seen or books that you've read that you could recommend to us? Yes. Alone. I keep saying on the history channel, they send 10 people out in the second season. They start including women, which at first, the first season is 10 men go out different places um in the wilderness they leave them with nothing bears everything right. there you have to just survive you and the skills and it's a return to primitive living it's something really relatable right now but it's it's also equally as relaxing because you're in the wilderness which i right. find very peaceful so and i live in the city so for me it's a nice getaway without <laughs> actually surviving you know the wilderness getting away yeah. so it's a lot so there's you 10 men survive the wilderness yeah, whoever lasts the longest gets half a million dollars US. Wow. Wow. Nadia is asking, did you find out why you didn't have a period for six months? Yes. So I went to this doctor and a lot of people, and again, this is not me defending men. I don't care about men. But a lot of people don't like a male gynecologist. I've had wonderful male gynecologists. I don't know anything of it. You know, so for me, I know people have had bad experiences and that's horrendous. And maybe I'm not attractive to the male gynecology sector. You know, they've never done anything to me. I'm trying not to be offended by it. Um, I feel like I have a nice situation down there, but it's not for me. Whatever it is, they've been respectful. I spoke right. to this doctor. This is the first time in my life that I had kind of care, you know, um, shout out to McGill, which I went to. It's not nothing, but they had a wonderful healthcare for students there. And um, the doctor examined me naked, you know, I put a robe on, he looked at everything very, you know, uh, very, well, it made me feel very comfortable, as comfortable as you could be in that sense. He said, Okay, get dressed and come speak to me. Now, there were many people in the waiting room waiting for him. So I was like, Okay, got dressed, I went to his office, I went to speak to him, and he took 45 minutes out of his day. And I was worried this time, I'm somebody who like, doesn't want to ask for favors or things like that. I was worried so many other people are waiting. Like, why is he taking so much time to talk to me? You know, like, and he just went through my schedule. And I, at the time I was working probably 30 hours a week plus school, 30 hours a week. And so I had a really intense schedule. And he went through my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, went through everything. And he talked to me about stress management for the first time in my life. I was 19. Oh, wow. The next day I got my period. Wow. This was the wow. first person who asked me, how are you? Like when I sat wow. in his chair, he was like, and how are you? And my parents weren't even calling, you know, nobody ever called me at this point. I was fully on my, I was living alone in the city, like mm -hmm. the show and kind of just surviving. And nobody had really like, I've never even really asked myself how I was. And this wow. man took 45 minutes to just talk to me about how I am and was so kind and courteous. 
And it was very it was spiritual. The next day, I just felt a relief. Wow. Um, the mind kind and the body of, you are know, so connected. They're so connected. Yeah, um, and I got my 100%. period. It was of my first also foray maybe into therapy, you know, because yeah. he, was a, he was a medical doctor, but he had such an, a wise soul to him, and he was so connected by mind and body that even him just talking to me was just wonderful. So Nadia is saying good doctor and she's becoming a doctor. So uh, that's, it's a, 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 she has an interest there. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And can I, can I ask you, if you went into lockdown again, is there anything you would do differently? Like, is there something you would take? Or like for me, um, I would hope to, if I had a spare room, uh, to have someone who could do like, I feel like I would love one person to move in with me who could blow dry hair, do makeup, do waxing, uh, teach yoga. Like, I feel like a very multi-rounded person who was, you know, I said this to Raven Smith. He said, you want an Instagram influencer to move in with you? And I said, yeah, basically somebody who can do all that stuff. Is there anything you would do differently next time? Um, I would probably, I would, oh, so we're quarantined. This is very fancy, but we've opened our pod. So by the, basically whoever we spoke to on the 13th, whoever yeah. was in my life on the 13th is in my life. We've been exposed to each other. The only right. other person is the girl that I'm dating yeah she she luckily enough she was um kind of helping out this family a family friend of hers she was kind of like they were just moving back randomly same thing they got a beautiful pool they happened to be very famous so it'd be interesting you know if i could reveal but anyway they have a really big house with a pool and so all you kinds go of stuff. there so we go there. I actually was there but, last but, night. But doesn't the lockdown not work that way, though? Because then they're seeing everyone they were seeing on the 13th. No, no. We're only, on it's only us. They only saw oh. her. So you and all I've just, only seen you made her. a commitment like a commune. Yeah, so it's four so people. So we don't see any. Oh. It's two couples. They uh. have the big house. Now, we like to have our own space. and You know, mm -hmm. we're not the quietest in bed and uh, is what it is. But... Um, so we like to have our own space, but we also enjoy, we had burgers last night. They made burger night. We roasted marshmallows. Oh, so you outside. Said burgers, they got, burgers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They have all the amenities that you would want. So I would, I would probably either do a full move into a situation like that, find out who's got the best hookup yeah. and I would try and get into that. Or I would, um, I might just go into, I might just go into vacation mode. I might like. Let's say this happens next time. I might just go to a cabin from the get-go, buy a yeah. lake, and do that. Yeah. It would be good you, to commune it up, though, wouldn't it? It would be good to, like, have eight people in a commune or something. But then in other ways, I'm like, I'm so happy I have my space. 
And I'm so yes. happy that I'm not like with people I don't know very well or with like feeling like a guest somewhere. So I go yeah. back and forth. I think overall I'm happy I'm in my own space because I think I would be, I started to get tense now if I felt like a guest somewhere. I would do, so, yeah. I would do something. No, I wouldn't want to be a guest. You're right. I, I like what the setup we have now. Like if we want a day trip, we go there. And if we want a trip back, that makes we come sense. Here. Like, yeah, if you're yeah. only seeing them and they're only seeing you. I guess we're, we've not been allowed to do that here. And I, I, but I, it was only because on the 13th, the day of the court, we had all seen each. So we were, we knew that we were all affecting each other. Right, right, right. That if anyone was going to get it. Um, well, I'm glad that you don't have it. Uh, and also they're you... famous and unfortunately yeah. they're able to get, they got a test like whenever they wanted. So we knew that they oh. were negative. We can't, oh. we're not nothing. So we couldn't get but here, it's such a psychotic system here where power, it's like ridiculous. Either way, I guess I benefited indirectly for sure because I knew that they had a negative result. Right. Okay. So that makes sense. So then if they're negative, you're probably negative because, yeah. You know, um, yeah, America's a bit screwed up like that. I don't think it's, it's really like screwed up. Here. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's, it's cray cray. Uh, and I, and your president has been especially. Yeah. Uh, a, a special has had a special amount of panache and flair in uh, his deliveries, um, in his in his pronouncements. I mean, it's it's so beyond parody now. Um, is there anything about this whole thing that has surprised you? Anything where you've gone? I did not see that coming. Like for you, yeah, I or the way people have responded, yeah. or the way you've responded. I suppose for me, it's how unanxious I am. I think wow. my brother was telling me that he read something that talked about people who have anxiety. At least it already happened. So for me, it's like I'm always expecting worst case scenario. And that's where my anxiety lives. But be because worst case scenario happened, the world literally did shut down. I'm kind of at peace having a diagnosis like, ah, oh, it happened. It's I have another like friend to say that she was she was like an, I suffered a lot of anxiety and she said the worst has happened. I'm not worried anymore because this is what I was always going. Something like this is going to happen. And now it's happened. I'm like, eh. um, that's a really interesting yeah. response. Yeah. I'm feeling not as, as anxious somehow. I don't know if it's festering and I'll explode or something, but so far, so good. It might I'm be trying deferred, to be in but it's yeah. interesting though, that, that anxious people are like, I told you, um, uh, this is what I was saying. Is there, is there a piece of is there a piece of feminism we can help you with today or activism? Is there something you'd like us to get behind? Something you'd like to donate to, amplify, follow, a petition you'd like us to sign, a refuge you'd like us to help with? No, I am not that person. The only thing I could say is help another lesbian out. Tune into Dyke Vice, my show, where by the way, a lot of people don't know this about me, Deborah, but I think you do. I give very good advice. It might not be, uh, you know, uh, uh, tied in a pretty bow for you, but it, I barely be. disagree. It's it very clear that it will not, there'll be no yeah. pretty bows. Okay, but no you can call bows. into Dyke Vice, which is my show Thursdays in America at, which, which I guess it's 10 p.m. Eastern time in America, yeah. 7 p.m. Western time, Pacific time in California, whatever 7 p.m. Western time is in London, call into Dyke Vice. You can watch it and call in on planetscum.live. Hours eight hours later. So it's like uh, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, one, two, three. It's 3 a.m. So if we've got 3 any night you night owls, you have a problem. It doesn't matter what it is. Call in. I'm not happy to, but I'll Dyke help. Vice. Dyke Vice. She's yes. not happy to help, but she will. It's a great, yes. I'm not happy to help, but I will is also a great t shirt slogan. Um, thank you. And finally, is there anything else, any place else we can see you, anywhere we want to, anywhere we want to, anywhere we can follow you, anything we can, yes. uh, you want us to see, look at, you know, watch? Yes, of course. Follow me here on Instagram. There's a couple good nudes. If you scroll through, you're welcome. It's free. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> okay, you'll get, you know. Are uh, you just, you're Robbie, you're just Robbie Hoffman or you're Robbie underscore Hoffman, something like that? I'm Robbie Hoffman on Instagram right here, and I'm I am Robbie Hoffman on Twitter. I don't want to get into I why that Robbie handle Hoffman, had to right. be my handle. It's I am Robbie Hoffman, R O B B Y H O. And for yourself. And by the way, you're paying a lot. Okay, could you make a little story about Dyke Vice? 
Yes, I will. And I'll yeah. try and include you. And here's the thing. You're paying a lot for therapists this time. Therapists aren't going to tell you what to do because it's against their mantra for some reason. I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. I am the first therapist Great. to tell you exactly what to do. Oh, one thing I want to ask you is when we did our episode together in Seattle, yes. um, uh, some people wrote in and they said, um, I loved Robbie Hoffman. I loved her comedy. Uh, but I felt uh, in her stand-up comedy, I felt a little um, excluded because I'm bisexual. And she was sort of saying, you know, hey, you want to be, you know, you say you're queer, but blah, 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 blah. And I said, I really am sure she wasn't meaning that. I, because I talked to her afterwards and said that I feel like I'm bisexual and I haven't come out and I haven't explored it yet. And you were very supportive of me doing that. And I have since then done that. I asked my husband if I could have an open relationship and uh, he was down with it. And well, I actually asked him before that, um, but I hadn't still hadn't done anything about it. So um, you, you encouraged me to explore my buy side, which I did, yes. and which I have done. And I, so I just wanted to say, I just wanted to ask you about it because I found you very supportive to someone who was a beginner lesbian uh, and uh, newly exploring their bisexuality. And what, the, what I said to them was, I think stand-up comedy is a very blunt tool and it thrives on hyperbole. So your routine of um, you say you're queer, get out of here, you call yourself queer, get out of here, I felt was more about the experience of being a lesbian in a world which in that sort of landscape of I kissed a girl and I liked it, sort of play, dabbling in a space that's not really yours. But I well, wanted to ask you what it was about and whether or not I'd told them the right thing. Yeah, that's exactly what it's about. I mean, people have to understand, if you listen to me, I am a comedian and I joke about everything. Sometimes you're going to be offended by things I joke about. I don't have a problem with you being offended by some things I joke about. It's like when my niece wanted me to take her to Disney, but she had already been to Disney last year. And she said, her mother said to me, well, she, she's going to cry. I said, it does not bother me that a 10-year-old is going to cry when she doesn't get what she wants. That is normal to me. If a 30-year-old started crying because they didn't go to Disney... I would see some problem with that. Yes, I'm only talking about comedy within my own queer space. So when people come to me and they want to experiment or they want to play around with dyke hearts and things like that, that's what I'm speaking to always. Right. I never speak beyond what I know and what my own experience is. And I'm also always joking. Take a joke. People make jokes about me and you can, I make my own jokes about me. We're taking jokes. I, We're not, not everything is so personal. I'm also not a journalist. Sometimes people will say, I can't believe Sarah Silverman is saying this about this. She's not Anderson Cooper. She's a clown. <laughs> we are clowns. We are not beholden to any type of moral or righteous compass. We will talk beyond our means, under our means, over our means. We will exaggerate. We will be wrong. We will be right. We will ultimately do what we think is funny for us and, and as authentic to our, you know, to what we think is funny, not, not more, I, not less. But, but there are times when I do judge men for doing what I think contributes to. So they, what they're doing is their world, they're contributing to um, an already hostile environment. So right. if a man, if there's five men on a bill and a guy gets up and is like, Oh, you know, she didn't want to sleep with me. She's a bitch. She's a whore. She's a lesbian. And then they say, and now Robbie Hoffman, it makes your job harder. And it also reinforces a, 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 a negative worldview. Um, if someone says, I don't really believe in lesbians or whatever. If, if, for me, I think comedy has power. Um, and I do, I do want to ask comedians if they're contributing to uh, a, 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 if they're questioning a worldview that is making life difficult for people in the margins. The reason I don't find a problem when you do it is I feel like you're punching down because you're further into the margins than the people you're joking about in that case. Because what you're saying is right. there are some, there are some people who are like, Oh, I like to kiss girls at parties to be titillating. So, some young women who, or, or women of any age who say, I want to, I want to be titillating. Oh, so that means I'm queer. And so for me, you're, you're living further in the margins than those women. And so I feel like that's what you're joking about. But if you were joking about, 
lesbians in wheelchairs that you didn't want to sleep with them right. i would question it i'd be like i uh, me too and my thing difficult? is never talking about something i haven't experienced i've experienced many women trying to experiment and do this and that and you know and it's all just a, a comment on that it's a joke and commentary and that and i believe That's it has power and it's for yeah. fun um, the thing is, is I'm, I'm, I'm nothing about what I say, if you dissect it and you understand it for it would be biphobic or anything like that. Um, for the reason that it simply isn't, um, I'm not saying, even if I tell you, if I tell you, oh, uh, you know, do you know what it's like to go down on a girl? It's a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, it's something that I'm, I'm because I've encountered girls like this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. over my years being a visibly dykey person. There's a lot mm -hmm, of girls who think mm -hmm. because I look like a dyke, they can come up to me and they could, you know, and I'm the first little experiment or whatever. And then they go back and they even talk to me about this openly, unabashedly. I've heard other lesbians with um, a sort of more masculine or androgynous gender expression say this exact story about like, I don't want to be kind of toyed with or played with so that exactly. you can be more interesting at parties and say that you've, you know, you've had these experiences. Right. Um, to and, real and bi girls, time, I don't think bi girls, there's any barometer or anything to anything. I think if you want to be cool and impress boys and use me as a tool for it, I'm not down. I'm going to talk about it. But if somebody is experimenting with their bisexual side or, or trying to open that door, um, DM and they me. are genuinely... If they genuinely are, and I and I actually am really, you know, it's taken me. It was, it was, it took me kind of. I had to sort of screw my courage to the sticking place, so to speak, to do that. But it was really important for me to do that, and hopefully, you know, explore that further. And I, I, I can't explore it much in lockdown, to be honest, um, because of lack of lesbians in my lockdown. It was a poor forethought. I would add more lesbians to my lockdown next time, Robbie. you get a girl i think it'll be another avenue for you i think it'll really be you know i'm just excited for my you. husband really hopes um, that's not true i know but i'm hoping see we're allowed i'm allowed to root for the other side okay we're all rooting we want deborah i mean it's what a catch for us to get even a part of you um so it would be a huge I mean, win for I'm the so queer community by i think by why wouldn't you have that why wouldn't you have access and openness to everything for me bisexuality or pansexuality is the is the sort of dream in a way because you don't you're not you're less limited there's more opportunity i agree uh, and listen i'm not not but here's the whole thing with people they want to tell there's a kinsey scale you don't think mm -hmm. i gave hand jobs like it was my job in the ninth grade and i enjoyed them i have liked men before i am speaking from us an experience that i know also as somebody who's experienced levels of being pansexual or bisexual I mean, for a couple mm -hmm, of years of mm -hmm. my life even. So I understand what life in the middle is like, and I'm speaking to my own experience always with it. And Like I felt yeah. that strongly. I was like, you were so supportive of me when we talked about it backstage. And you were like, really like, yes, like open that door, go through it, see how you feel. Like you were so not in any way. And I felt like I really understood the spirit of that comedy uh, but a couple of people wrote to me and I was like, I'm going to, you seem like such a straight up person. Like most people, I wouldn't say anything or I'd say very privately or whatever. But I was like, you seem such a straight up person. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're, you're such a good, open, frank talker. Like I was like, I think I forgot to mention it before. And I was like, I think I can talk about this to Robbie. Happy to have an open conversation. I mean, I love talking anything queer within the queer space, and I think all of the, we get to have all the conversations that straight people get to have about their dynamics. I mm -hmm. like to have all the conversations, and um, and yeah, and unless you're specifically spinning my stuff in such a way that it 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 feeds what you're trying to make it, otherwise, you know, it's coming from my personal. I experience. think it was it's not for anybody else. It's a personal. Thing. Yeah from me and my experience and it might not be yours and that is cool yeah i think it was more like a sensitivity like oh are you saying i'm not queer and i think it was more like it you know when something's a no. sore spot if you have actually... your own projections about your insecurities about whether you're queer nothing to do with me if that highlighted an insecurity that's under you for whatever reason it's not i'm only talking my experience it might not be yours yeah and it's and it's and it's good to sort of 
connect in with that and say, look, and also I think comedy is a very, stand-up comedy is a very blunt tool sometimes. And it's very difficult to be funny and entirely inclusive all the time. But I think it is, it's important that we re, that we question the prevailing patriarchal worldview. And I do believe your comedy does do that. I think you're so out on a limb and you're such a marginalized person. You know, you grew up in an orthodox sect. You, you're you're uh, a lesbian with masculine gender expression. Like you're so far on the margins. I'm like, I feel like really, you know, you're not just your very presence on stage. You're, you're contributing and I know to, I a seem like I uh, to a different, more inclusive worldview. Oh, you're me with these things. I know that people think maybe people don't want to approach me with these things because I look like I bite and I'm vicious. But hit me up. Let's talk. Okay, yes. I'm aggressive. You gave up your email address so many times on that show. Do you remember email what I was me, saying? You guys. You, you don't have to saying, go through Deborah. Made me laugh talk so much. to me. I'm happy to talk to you. And, and it's obviously have a drink or something if you want, you know, do what you need to do to prepare yourself to talk to me. But this is my natural <laughs> demeanor. I don't mean anything by my aggression. I can't. Oh, you're cutting out again at the crucial moment. Well, listen, I think that I think anybody who's got questions should tune into Dyke Vice. Yes, please. DykeviceplanetScum.live. I mean, I couldn't be more of an open book. I'm happy to talk about anything and ultimately talk you through some things. And yeah. I think, well, you know what? It's suggested, it's suggested five bucks a call, but you literally could not go five bucks a call. My therapist, Deborah, is 175 an hour. And I'll tell you, if I told her, hey, can, should I have a tuna fish sandwich? Should I have a roast beef sandwich? She couldn't tell me. I'm like, just pick one. Why can't you? I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. Should you experiment with your girl neighbor? And yeah, I think so. If you're both in the same building, you're both exposed. I'm going to give you a yes. You don't have to wait four I'm, sessions I'm with your therapist this. to work it through. I'm loving this. You are cheaper than a therapist, but actually more decisive. Uh, yes. Somebody's suggesting ninth grade hand jobs. Like I gave ninth grade hand jobs like they were a job for a t-shirt, I think. That's, that's good. That's, that's a t-shirt a that would sell. Finally, finally, I keep saying finally, but I don't mean it. But I do mean it this time. After lockdown ends, if, if you could go back to doing absolutely anything, what are you desperate to do? What are you keen to do? What, what could you, okay, what wait, can you not I wait to do? I just want to say, I want to ask one question and then answer this. Does liking to give hand jobs and nothing else to men make me bisexual? I, well, do you still like to give them or was that a phase? I would in, give a hand job. I think it's probably then, yeah. It's like a Kinsey scale, as you say. It's like... Right. A, like um, right. like like mildly bisexual. I would say you're gay leaning, very highly gay leaning bisexual. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that's a new one for me. Maybe that's the t-shirt. Highly gay leaning bisexual. Is highly gay leaning bisexual. Oh, that is a great t-shirt. Hannah. Yeah. Hannah from the merch store because it's the great merch store that does this. You'll get all the proceeds from it. And if you are oh, set financially at the moment, you can always redirect them to another comic. But I would Beautiful. suggest you take them because we do not know. What is going to happen yes. around the corner? Um, I guess what I miss to answer your question now. Um, yeah, I miss just chilling with a beer on a patio. I miss like the pre-dinner show, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the pre-dinner before a show um, with a friend or a, 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 another artist. And, and, and just I miss that. I miss the conversation in real time. You know, conversations like this, conversations I enjoy. How, you know, I wish we were in person for great conversation and it's i the love the return contact. of the conversation you know some conversations i, I just love an in-depth conversation of any kind and it doesn't i would love to do it over a drink on a patio it's the simple things for me babe i just be happy to make eye contact with someone who isn't my husband right now just sit outside or in whatever and just look into the eyes of someone because you just don't get to look into anyone's eyes because i'm looking at you but you're looking at, and so as soon as I look at the camera and then I'm really looking at you, I can't see you anymore. So eye contact is a thing of, so 2019. Somebody's suggesting you're 98% lesbian and someone else says, does the hand job turn you on? That's the decider. Yeah, I like, you know, I like the aggressive nature of a man's orgasm for some reason. I think that's what I liked about it back then. I don't know if I like it enough to return to it. Um, and I've maybe inherited a lot of that energy now and taken what I'd like from it and put it, you know, utilize it within my own sex life. But it's interesting to see how those roots, you know, grew.
Yeah. 98% is good. Maybe a 99% just because I don't know about the revisit yet, but I never say never to anything. You could be the Messiah in the terms of... Oh, in, in, God in, to in you, I don't of, want to. I'm just, saying, is... I'm just saying that second coming could be something. All puns intended. Is there a t-shirt, Robbie? You're, you're doing this, but you're buffering. But is there a second coming t-shirt? Is there with a, is there a second coming t-shirt with a coming spelt C U M I N G that I love combines? That. It's sort of like a messianic. Um, it's is it something like I'm the Messiah? See my second coming. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. I mean, I you know the C U M is. What okay. about just your next show being called the Second Coming and it's C U M I N G? Robbie you know Hoffman, the okay. Second Coming. We'll have to do this. Robbie off in the second coming, planetscum.live on Thursdays. Dyke Vice for now, but the second coming is close. And maybe we'll do a call in where you guys call in um, and we see about your, you know, your possible near death or second coming type stories because it really shook my world when I thought I was going to have to flip my world to start bringing in a baby Jesus and get a Playmobil thing and get everything in. I mean, I was really at my lowest. A wine to water kit. My first wine to water. My first walk oh. on water kit. I mean, it's baby's first walk on water. There are so oh. many. People are saying. I got to get him the, the plastic hammer. The People the are suggesting a hammer. second coming t-shirt. I feel like you're going to need a bunch of t-shirts. Okay, we need these t-shirts. Whoever's making these t-shirts. Okay, Not we're going to put the store. proceeds. We're going to split. We're going to do something great with them. Um, and, and support queer artists ultimately with them because these voices are important and these conversations are important, I think, and, and starting to get these conversations and these artists into the mainstream. So says, we'll top, figure top it out. Top three new normal lips right here. I've been laughing so much. Thank you so much, Sajana. And Rumbake Girl says, would you call him Jesus or something cool like River? <laughs> well, you know, Ron Jesus, it's interesting you said River. My, my, my name, my stage name was almost River. My name <gasps> is Rivka. I, my Yiddish name is Rivka. So is when it? I was changing my name, I was thinking, oh, do I just go River? I didn't want to change the initial, but I actually ended up naming myself after my Uncle Rob, who I never heard anything bad about. My Uncle Rob from Vermont. Nice. Shout out to Uncle Rob. I had no idea. Um, Rivka's such because a cool it, name, though. And it's like riffing in comedy. Why did you not do Yeah, Rivka? so maybe River, you know, I would have to do Jesus because I wouldn't want, like, once I'm raising, it's like, okay, this is Jesus. Maybe I would call him Moshe, Moses. We will oh, totally yeah. rebrand him, and and yeah. we make we make the second coming Moses again, and then and then and we raise him completely Jewish, and we have a big bar mitzvah and the whole thing. So you guys get it that he's Jewish. He wouldn't even be doing your Christmas. He'd be doing Hanukkah. He he would be. It's so true. Uh, maybe some postals or postcards. Hannah from the merch store. There's a lot yes. of gold here, so maybe postcards just, are good at this know, time. It's yes. maybe give it some thought. Uh, Robbie Hoffman or Rivka Hoffman is such a cool name. I wish my name was oh, Rivka. Thank you. So cool. Thank you. Thank um, you. It has been an utter delight to spend time in oh. your company. Thank you so much for talking to me. Uh, thank so you. So hilariously, so uh, provocatively, uh, so honestly, as always, you're an absolute joy and a delight. And thank you so much. Love and you. tomorrow on the new normal, I think is is it who is it tomorrow on the new normal? I can't even remember who it is now, and I feel bad. I should have looked it up. Friday, I know it's Raven Smith. And then next week we have uh, Jamie Lee from the from Jerry Girls and Sister Michael um, Siobhan from the Jerry Girls and some other great people Jessica Regan um, I can't remember who else now but there's a bunch of people Ned Sedgwick the week after so uh, check it out there'll be schedules going up and please tune in for uh, Dyke Vice I'm actually my you know do you keep Dyke Vice anywhere or is it just live streamed and out Can we watch yes it's lips? live stream and then the next day we will. Um we will post it, I believe, on YouTube and it stays up on planetscum.live. But call in, you've got to call in, go to planetscum.live and call in through Discord. I'll uh, get you scum. on there. Like yeah, and ask me whatever you want. I give even financial advice. So it is what it is. <laughs> Can you please do one that's a more civilized British time one day and we'll advertise it on our end? We got British people up through the night, this 3 a.m. Yes, we All will right, try okay. and do it. Otherwise, watch, if you can't do that, um, someone says, don't go. Ali says, don't go. I, I don't want to give my kid a bath. I'm so sorry. We, you have no choice now. We've got to go. Instagram's going to cut us off after now. Uh, but if you, but check them out on YouTube. If you can't stay up till 3am, they sound amazing. Bye, Robbie. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Lovely speaking to you. Stay safe. You too.
Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.